morning, Saturday, 10.30 a.m. Today is a really rainy, raw, miserable day. Well, it was raining yesterday, too. How do I know? Let's see. Am I coming home from work? It took me two hours to get home. Traffic was, at a certain point, at a standstill. Imagine being on a highway, and you've got big trucks near you, and everybody's, like, squished together because the lanes are so close. And the rain was coming down, but I got home safely. I don't mind rainy days. You know why? Rainy days gives you time to reflect, to think about everything that's going on in life and of all the things that are going on in your own life, whether happy, sad, whatever you're dealing with. Now let's talk about your parents. Let's talk about the, the two people in your world that have created you, that have taught you, nurtured you, took care of you. From the time that you were a, a baby to about a teenager. Then when you got to be a young adult, you were ready to spread your wings and, co- and come out of the nest, which is fine. Now, a lot of, lot of people, young people, in my own day, back in the day, couldn't afford to do that. So their parents said, well, you could stay here, provided you have a job, you take care of yourself, you help out with the chores and the bills and whatnot. Hey, that's a fair deal right there. See, for me, it was hard for me when I lost my father because you have to take on the role of, well, my mom now was the head of the house and she has to do the things that my father had done when he was alive. And you say to yourself, can I do this? So she can, she was a strong woman. She did everything. She was a Mrs. Mrs. Fix-It. If something broke, she was able to fix it. You know, she, she took care of everything. She did a phenomenal, fantastic job as a, as, a, as a wife and mother. Growing up watching the love between my mother and father, what they handled, the crises. Think about this. Your parents shape you. They shape you to be a human being. The, when you get to be a certain age, when you get to be a certain age, They want you to go out there and be the best that you can be. Or I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Be a better version. We're not going to say the best because when we say best again, we're thinking perfection. And I'm sorry to say it, perfection doesn't exist. Now, a lot of you might question that. Oh, there is such a thing as perfection. No, there isn't. This world is imperfect. This world that we're living in is imperfect. What do I mean? Look at what's going on right now. Everything is going up. The cost of food. The cost of gas. We can barely survive in this world, but we're making the best of it, right? We have to. And if you have children, if you have a family, you have to think about their needs. Think about when you were a child and your parents, when they went through a crisis, how did they handle it? Did they give up? I'll give you a perfect example. I'm looking through my parents, through their eyes, of how they grew up. Their circumstances were completely different. Let's compare your childhood with your parents' childhood. If your parents grew up like mine did, where they had to grow up pretty quickly, and they were very, 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 very deep in poverty, they survived it. But they didn't have a childhood. We take for granted that when we, we, we as children had child, we were able to do the things that children do. They didn't. They had to grow up. 
They had to get jobs. They had to take care of the family, their siblings. They had to do that. What other choice did you have? To not? To just give up? To give in? To starve yourselves? To make yourself sick? That would have been the other option. But I know my mother and father. They got through it. It was difficult. My father and mother would break down when they told me about how they grew up as children. Their quality of life just completely changed. They did a 180. And you think, can I live like that? Well, I'll be honest with you. If I were to go back in time through like a time machine to see them as children, to witness what they did, I think I could take their place and do what they did. Why? Well, we're doing it now. But see, right now it's not a Great Depression. Now people think we're going to go into a recession. We may, but then again, we may not. It all depends on how you look at it. You have to either see the glasses half full or half empty. Are you a pessimist? Are you an optimist? See, I want to believe I'm an optimist because we've gone through so much in this lifetime with this pandemic, you know, people getting sick, people losing their lives, people losing their loved ones. Yes, I my condolences go out to all those people who lost loved ones through that. But we as a nation, as the world can get high can rise higher above anything that is thrown at us. Look at all the wars. Look at all the things that have happened prior. And you say to yourself, have people given up? No, you can't give up. You have to remain tall and strong. We have to stand together as one. And I'm not just talking about here. I'm talking about the whole world, international and domestic. We have to stand together as a team. You know, we can't do it all alone. And you say to yourself, this is the perfect time for us to lend our voices, to speak out. My father had said to me, growing up because I was teased at I will give you give you an example of what my childhood was like when I first started school I got teased at bullied it wasn't even bullying it was just teasing you know I'm different my name my, my, my name got shredded to bits I would come home one day crying my mom's like what's the matter I'm like they're making fun of me they're teasing me because of my name and the fact that I'm different or something then what's wrong with your name your name is beautiful Your name is, see, I didn't appreciate my name growing up. I wanted to change to have a simple name because a teacher couldn't even pronounce it. My mother was like, well, then the people in this part of the world are very stupid. That's what she said. And she was right. The people in this part of the world never appreciated someone who was different, who had a name that stood out. She says, one day your name is going to stand out. It will be reflected on what you do as a woman as a human being, you will have recognition. People will say, you know, I know someone who's named Aphrodite, and look at her, she's done so much in her lifetime. She accomplished a great feat. She helped out other people in need. She never turned her back on anyone. She was there when it counted. She didn't turn away from all the strife that's going on. I didn't. Now, like all of you, yes, I am working and I'm paying my bills, but it just seems like it's not enough. You know, when your life isn't going the way you want it to, you want to do something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I do these podcasts on my off time. The two days that I'm off from work, this is the only time I can talk with all of you about different things. And I was thinking about this yesterday when I was in the car. I said, okay, let's talk about different stop topics that relate to people, experiences that you've gone through or may have not gone through, but want to know, how did you handle it? I talk about my cancer openly. I talk about uh, the things that I've dealt with in my lifetime, the people that I've come crossed paths with in my lifetime, good and bad. 
my life is an open book. I'm not gonna hide from the world. My family doesn't know me. I can't tell half the members of my family what I went through in my life because their understanding is, oh, well, you, everybody goes through what you went through. No, but see, everybody doesn't handle it the same way. Some people give up on themselves. Some people throw in the towel. Some people think, I can't handle this. Yes, you can. You have to be resilient in this world. You have to be. You have to be strong. You can't fall apart. When you fall apart, that's when things are at their worst. Ask yourself this question. If you look at your parents, look at their lives. Ask your parents what it was like growing up in this time, in this decade. Because again, Great Depression, what was so great about it? People had no way of supporting their families. They had, there was no jobs, very little food, very little money. Where are they gonna get the money to support their families? And my father and mother had to, quote, be instant grown up. And when they would talk about it, I saw the tears in their eye and it just brought tears to my eyes. I'm like, my God, my childhood was normal. Their childhood wasn't even a childhood. They had to grow up pretty quickly. Think about that. Can you imagine living in that time? Can you imagine saying to yourself, I don't think I can do this. But you can't. Both my parents survived it. Both my parents got through it. When I think about the times that they went through, the hell that they went through as children. And when I asked my mother and father, what was it like? It was a bad time, but we pulled through together as a family as it should. When you have children, you think about their needs. If any time, think about this. When you have a family, that's the first thing you think about is your children. How am I gonna provide for my children? I want them to have the best of everything, a good education. I want them to have food and clothes and a place to live. You think about that. That's the top things that you think about when you have children, right? You don't want to have your children see you give up. You don't want to have your children see you throw in the towel because I'm telling you, children copy off of grown-ups in what you say and what you do. You got to be careful what you say around children. You got to be careful what you do around children. They never forget. They never forget. They could tell you as they got older. This is what I saw my parents do. My parents used to fight and curse, and, and, and then they would just throw things. Now, when they get to be an age, a certain age and they have a family of their own, this is how they're going to deal with it? No, that's wrong. We Number one, you don't hurt anybody physically, mentally, emotionally. You don't do that, ever. Number two, you find a solution to a problem. Every solution has, I'm sorry, every problem has a solution, no matter how great or how, how tiny. Every problem has a solution. The key is, how am I going to find it? Let's put it this way. And my both my parents, again, are the perfect example of people that I looked up to, inspired. My mother was always there for me through my time of need. How many times have I lost my job? How many times did I say, how am I going to pay the bills? How am I just going to get through it? She helped out because that was her job. As a parent, she helped out her children. And I thank her for that. And I, sometimes I felt guilty for her helping me. I thought, Mom, you don't have the resources. You don't work. You know, she helped at the time, helped with the house, the property taxes. She helped the, with paying for the, the, the house insurance. Uh, I helped with the groceries and some of the utility bills in addition to my own bills. I said, I'm not going to let you do everything. I'm going to help out as much as I can. That's what's called sharing. We share in the responsibility. So when you get to be older, let's say, you meet somebody, 
and you fall in love, you have you have a solid marriage where, again, if I can compare my father's marriage to anybody else's out there, my father and mother's marriage were they were equal, but at the same time, he took care of everything. He provided, he supported, he did what he could to keep his family from not going down that path, the path of darkness, the path of destruction. He says, I don't want my children to go without the way your mother and I had. That's what he said. I don't want my children to go without, without having any food, without having a place to live, without any clothes, without anything. Because again, living in those times was difficult. And especially at a time when there was no electricity, no water, nothing. They had to make do with what they had. They got through it though. And I always think that if they hadn't gotten through it and they would have slowly died, we wouldn't be born. I wouldn't be talking about this right now to all of you. I would not have existed. I think back to that time that I'm grateful they got through it. My father, again, was a very resilient but tough man. The type of man that if something bothered him, he came out and said he was a very blunt man. He cursed too. Now, he didn't curse in his family, but he would curse at people that would do just the stupidest things or would get him so aggravated. Yes, I would have to hold my tongue back, but if I feel that there's something that I have to say, I will say it. So he said to me, in this world that we're living in, we have to be able to stand on our own two feet. We have to go out there and not give in. We have to not let people get to us. This is another thing that I've always, I've always said to all of you. Stay away from social media because before social media ever came into the picture, it was a different time. You know, you didn't make your personal business known out there for everybody to sit there and judge and criticize. Why would you do that? I've seen it more and more and it's becoming, it's becoming harder and harder to escape from that platform. I'm rarely on social media. You know, I don't like, certain platforms. I don't I stay away from Twitter because that's like the debate wars. God forbid you hear something on the news and you put your own opinion on it, you get attacked. Instagram I think is too much where there's a lot of dirty laundry. There's a lot of people displaying other people or, or bad mouthing them, name shaming them, blaming them. Don't do that. Come on, we're grown ups. At least I'm a grown up. I don't know about all of you. Stop doing that. You know, you have a family issue. Don't put it out there for the whole world to hear. Family issues, marriages, things that are going on in your own personal life, you keep private. There's not enough privacy in this world. I will give you a perfect example. Because again, if my mother and father were here, yeah, I would get that protection. My father, I know he would protect his daughters fiercely. That's how he was. There was a perfect example many years ago before I had all of this happen to me. Now, when I had my cancer, I talked about it, and I went on LinkedIn Live about a year ago, and I showed off my scar, and I didn't see anything wrong. There was one lady that said she saw the video. I'm not gonna give her name out. Let's just say it irritated me a little bit because she claimed, now this is what she claimed, her words, not mine. She said, okay, you did a good deed. And you, and you told the whole world about your story of everything you survived. But then when you went at the last minute and showed off that scar, what were you trying to prove? Well, let's see. A public service announcement to women out there who are going through cancer. 
in underdeveloped countries that can't get that critical medical treatment that they need. Because when you have cancer, there's no way that you could tell me you're gonna cure yourself of it. You're not. You will die slowly. But I also made it a point that anyone at any age group, men or women, and any type of cancer, if there's something in your body and it wasn't there before, have it checked. The reason why I showed my scar are two things. Number one, this is what took me a long time to figure out that there was a tumor growing in my breast. A large tumor that could have taken over my whole body, my whole life, and killed me at a very young age of 35. So, yeah, I made it a point here. Don't, I said, don't be like me. Don't be like me and wait at the last minute because this is what's going to happen. Do I regret it? Well, I sometimes go back and think if I would have gotten checked and whatever it is that they would have found, that I would have still had my breast. But because I didn't, I can't go back and undo it. I can't. What's done is done, right? And number two, now she has the nerve to say to me, well, you didn't have cancer. Oh, really? Then what do you call this, this giant battle scar? Nothing? Yes, I had cancer. I could tell you all the medications. I could tell you all the pain that I went through. How many times I landed in the hospital? Who was there to take care of me through all this? My late mother and by the grace of God. Those were the only two that got me through my worst nightmare. And you're telling me I faked my illness? No. But I have heard of women that have done that. That will say that they had cancer just to get, quote, monetary wealth. That's very shameful. When the time that I was going through my illness, that's exactly what I heard on the news. I'm thinking, all of these generous people thought you were dying and wanted to help you with your chemotherapy and your radiation. They, this young woman shaved her head and made it look like, yes, I lost all my hair to chemotherapy. And then she claimed she falsified doctor's reports telling people that she had cancer. And then we found out she didn't. I said, boy, what is this world coming to when you fake an illness? Do you know fake an This isn't fake. This is real. Mine is real because it happened to me. That if you don't believe me, ask my family members. They were there. And my mother, she would have told you. I saw her go through hell, and at one point, my daughter wanted to take her own life because she couldn't go through any of the, med the medication, the pain. Believe me, it was a struggle, you know, and my quality of life changed. I don't even remember being 35 or 36. It took me a long time to recover. The point that I'm getting is this. When someone questions you and someone wants to attack you, and I've seen it done too, you have to go out there and prove to the world and to everybody that what you hear about what they said about you isn't true. It has to come from the person themselves, right? So ask yourself this question. What's important to you? The thing that I want to come out and say to the whole world, if you can understand this, is don't assume anything about me. See, what she did was this woman went on Google. Google, I don't trust. Number one, why is there personal private information on Google? Why? She looked up my name, right? And she says, oh, I found all this information about you. I'm like, and how do you know that that information is accurate? If you really want to know something about me, why don't you ask me? I'll tell you if it's true or not. 
Don't assume. When you're starting to assume something about a person, you're defaming them. You're deshaming them. You're taking away their good name. You're making them out to be a bad person, a villain or villainous, if you want to call it that. I don't like when people question me. When you question me, you're trying to get into my head. And she had claimed, now for all of you, word of warning, because if you've ever come across someone like that, you don't have to answer anybody's questions. Because she's, and I said to her, what are you going to do with this information? Now she wouldn't say, but I have a feeling that she was going to take every information that I had given her, twist it, right? And make me look out to be, this is what I said in all reality, this is not what I said. And I said to myself, people exist like that. This is what's called gossip tabloid. People do this for a living to hurt other people. Did you ever stop to think the person has family or someone in their life? Now they're going to see this and think, oh my God, is this true? No. Do you believe me? Yes, I believe you. Okay, then it's not true. Right? I say to you and to all of you out there, my father had said this, you have every right to defend your good name. I'm a byproduct of both of my mother and father. When I say a byproduct, how they grew up, how their lives intertwined, how they got through life's darkest conditions. If you think that the Great Depression is no way in the world would you have actually had survived if you hadn't taken on the resiliency of a human being. We as humans are stronger than we think. I mean, look at us now going through all of the stuff that's going in this world after pandemic. You know, yes, it's still around, but it is getting back to normal. People are starting to live again, to breathe again, to breathe the fresh air, to have that freedom. You know, I went to the store. This was before now all this, these new laws are going into effect, which I want to touch on that too, because there is good and there's bad with that. But I went to the supermarket last week. I didn't put my mask on. Half the people put their mask on, half didn't. They didn't say, well, you can't come into the store because you have to put your mask on. I said, no, I'm fully vaccinated. I have my booster shot. I don't want to, I don't want to wear a mask. I feel like you're restricting me from wearing a mask. I can understand why they're doing it. I just think that let the person, each individual, make that decision for themselves. Don't force people to do something they don't want to do. If my father were alive, he probably would not. He would go against it because he was a, a, he was the type of man that when you saw something on television, he didn't believe it. He was a non-believer, a non-believer, right? My mother, on the other hand, she would follow what they recommend, wear a mask, and, but she wouldn't go to a doctor. When I would take her for her doctor's appointment, she was of the belief that, yeah, doctors are there to cure you, but are they really, though? This is why I'm talking about the topic. When the woman had come to me and said, I want to know everything about you, I said, I'm sorry. The one thing I will not talk about with you or anybody, and I'm going on the record here now, my private life. Does everyone always assume, are you seeing someone? Who is this person? Private. Do you understand what privacy means? Now, she said to me, oh, I can find information about you. Yeah, you can find information about me, but it's not going to be accurate. I actually Googled my own name, and I pulled up information that was not even at all 100% accurate. There were people that were tied to me that I had no idea who they were. That was number one. And number two, yeah, 
my immediate family was out there. They were missing pieces of the puzzle. I'm like, where is this coming from? And then there were these places that I've never, ever been to. Oh, you lived here in California. I've never been to California. How did I live there if I've never been there? Where are you coming up with this information from? So then I say to myself, my father had said to me, that's why you have every right to defend yourself and your character as a human being. Because anybody who does that, anybody who says to you, I have the goods on you, I know everything about you. You don't know the complete story. You don't know me. You don't know my story. And until you understand where I'm coming from, until you understand the type of woman I am and have become, you can't come out and say, I know you. Don't make assumptions about me. I don't like that. And I will defend myself to the very end, to the very end. See, that's why your parents play an important part of your upbringing. If you think about how your parents taught you how to deal with situations like this, how do you deal with the crisis? Well, you don't give up, that's number one. And you don't let people bother you. In one ear, out the other, say what you will. Hold your head up high, be proud. If you have somebody in your life, you defend them to the end. We stand up for each other, that's what we do, right? We stand up for one another, whether you have friends, your husband, your, your children, whoever's in your life, you defend them to the end. That's my nature of how I grew up. I look at my father as the fierce man that he was. He was fearless. He didn't let anyone or anything get to him. Because the day you do that is the day you give in to all of these lies and these things that are said about you. And you don't want to become quote, a victim. You want to become a warrior, a winner in life. Nobody can take you down a notch. Nobody. We are all warriors in life. We are all fighters. We are all soldiers. And I don't mean that in the way where there's war. There's a war not going on in this world. There's a war going on from human being to human being. If you think about all the tabloids and gossip, that's what they do for a living. They take lives and destroy them. That's why I say social media is worse because it's kind of like a giant tabloid newspaper. As soon as you go on there, you don't see anything positive. You don't see anything that, hey, look, I saw this. And now I'm not sure if this is believable. Well, why don't you ask the actual person if it is? They will come out and tell you. But again, when you talk about privacy, there's not enough of it. In a, in a world where there's cameras everywhere, even in our own homes, when we drive, there are homes, there are people that have no privacy whatsoever. And you can't go out without putting on a disguise. Well, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to reveal to you and the world who I am through a set of YouTube videos. That's another announcement. I wanted to make a brief announcement. So these podcasts, I know all of you enjoy listening to these podcasts and I'm trying to build a bigger audience base. I'm thinking of taking some of the videos or some of the topics and episodes that I've talked about and putting them on YouTube. And and in addition, I want everyone to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I want to get as a bigger following because I see how many people have many subscribers. Now I've subscribed to, I have a lot of subscriptions from many different people, from many different topics, from many different perspectives. I follow people, I'm on their channel, 
you know, maybe I could put in my two cents. Other times I just follow them. I would appreciate all your support in helping me build this YouTube channel to at least, now I know this is going to be a far-fetched number, but come on now. You want to see real emotion, real, real emotion come out in the form of crying, anger, happiness, whatever emotions that are out there. I want you to see me the woman that touched a lot of lives, who will be touching a lot of lives, the woman who will stand up with everyone else. We will stand up together and fight every person that comes at us, that attacks us, our good name, our character, and destroys it. They have no right to do that. And again, my father always said, if something is bothering you, speak out. If, if someone is bothering you, speak up. Defend yourself, defend your family, be proud. Don't let them win. Don't let the enemy win. You win. Isn't that what life's all about? Because it's always now we're pitted against human being versus human being. Good versus bad. No. Stop doing that. We need to get along in this world. Because this world is right now chaotic. Everything's still going on in Russia, Ukraine. You think about those poor people. They're suffering. Right? And they don't, they don't need to suffer. But then we're suffering on this end. The high gas prices. Now people have to go to work. You're not going to stop driving. You know, I see a lot more cars on the road in the morning when I go to work. And even when I come home. People are not going to stop driving because of it. The other day I passed by at the gas station right down the street by me. Almost $5. That's a lot of money right there. Now my car is good on gas. But going back and forth I have to at least stop for gas three times during the week because I travel a distance and there's a lot of wear and tear but hey what are you gonna do now can I gonna go to the electric side mm, still on debate on that I always feel that if you have an electric vehicle well think of this where are you gonna find a charger to charge up your vehicle where if you install one in your own home that's a lot of money and you're gonna be using up electricity your bills will be sky high right then I thought, well, maybe I should get a hybrid. But then I thought, I don't know. What's the benefit of having a hybrid? Because they both run on electricity and gasoline. So I don't understand how you save money that way. Now, I've seen people driving their fancy Teslas. I'm not a Tesla fan, I'm sorry. Elon Musk could have created a better vehicle. That vehicle has no shape. It's like a giant bubble. That's what it is. Like It looks like, like a big spaceship, you know, driving down the street. Actually, you know what I do like? I do like the Land Rovers or the Range Rovers. The Range Rover Sport, I see so many of them on the road, despite the fact that, yes, these are the cars that people want you to avoid, like from a consumer standpoint. They're, they're mechanically have issues, but if they have mechanical issues, why do people still have them? I see a lot of them when I'm driving on the street. The, the big Land Rovers, the Range Rovers, the mini Range Rovers, the newer models, I'm like, maybe that will be my next vehicle, I don't know. I think I like the Range Rover Sport. That's a cute little vehicle. It has class and style, you know? Like myself. But again, let's get back to reality over here. Again, anything you can do to stand up the people in your life, whatever they're going through, whatever they're, they're, they're being talked about, stand up with them. Say, hey, look, you don't have all the facts. Stop making up lies. Stop assuming and making assumptions. Stop doing that. You're tearing families apart. And when I see social media getting involved, forget it. When I see social media involved, 
that's when it becomes an all-out war. Because social media is like a big... It's like a big bully zone. Everybody bullies one another, but they're behind a computer. Well, you know what? That's very hurtful. Stop bringing your dirty laundry. Stop talking about your personal life and your problems and your family. Again, when you have someone in your life and you have a family, you keep your personal life private. And this woman was trying to find out everything about me. Stop. I'm not going to reveal to you who's in my life. I'm not going to reveal to you my love because again when the time is right when the time is right that's when it will be revealed but not before respect privacy we don't have enough of it believe stand up for what you believe we again as humans are resilient and we have we have been ever since i can remember but you know let's thank both of our parents if you guys have your parents in your life wonderful if you don't, my condolences. I, my parents have been gone for a while now. My mother, yeah, six years, even though it feels a lot shorter. My father, 31 years, but I still miss him. I miss both of their presence, their laughter, their lessons, everything. I just miss them, but I've never forgotten what they've taught me. And I can tell you, when you have children of your own, instill good values in them. How to treat people with respect, be compassionate, kind, don't call them names. Don't don't argue. Don't don't make assumptions. Don't defame or deshame a person's character and who they are. But when you start to do that, what does that tell me about you? Do I really want to be associated with someone who does that? No, I don't. Now I've learned a long time ago. Walk away. Walk away. If someone hurts you, if someone does something to hurt you physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally. And be careful what you say. Words hurt. When it comes out of your mouth, it's too late to take it back. So I'm going to let all of you guys go to enjoy your Saturday wherever you are in this world. Over here, it's rainy, miserable. But hey, it's a chance for me to two days off to have some time for myself for reflection. So I'm going to say God bless all of you. Have a great weekend, a great week ahead. Happy Mother's Day is tomorrow to all of you who have your mothers. Uh, Unfortunately... My mother is in heaven. So for anyone who's lost their mother, my condolences again. They're having a wonderful Mother's Day up in heaven with their loved ones. They're not alone. And I'm saying, again, God bless all of you. Stay strong. Be resilient. Have faith. Be a warrior. Be a fighter. Take care.